Welcome to the Financial Life Podcast with me, Ben Robel. Thanks for listening. This is episode 11, and let me apologize here for the fact that our episodes are getting out of order. We had some content that was scheduled to be published already, and now that we want to address some of the issues surrounding the Mint announcement, we've had to reschedule some things. I'll make sure that the podcasts are clearly titled so that they're easier to navigate, but hopefully you'll accept my apologies as a first-time podcaster. Today, we're going to continue the budgeting framework conversation we started yesterday. If you want to go back and listen to it in more detail, that would be great. But quickly, we've created a 22-year-old synthetic person who's popped into existence. This person has no debt. This person has no assets. This person has a job and has spending that kind of covers the day-to-day requirements, just the basics, though, food, clothing, shelter, etc. We've also agreed that there is a budgeting equation. Income minus spending equals, and if it's a positive number, you have a surplus, and if you have a negative number, you have debt. But the word surplus is probably not the word you were expecting. It was deliberate, and there's a good reason for it. You can do many things with a surplus. You could save it. You could stick it under your mattress, put it in a safe keep it in your pocket, bury it in the yard, or put it in a bank account and save it. You could invest it. You could buy a house. You could start a business. You could put it into an investment account for retirement, like an IRA, or you could just invest it without the retirement goal. You could use it to insure the things that you already have, or you could gift it away. You could give it to charity, or you could use it to Fund a 529 plan for the education of a a child in your family, for example. You may have also noticed that the daily spending is limited to the basics and doesn't include anything related to what we just talked about. There are no insurance premiums. There are no contributions to investment accounts. There is no gifting, nothing like that. And this ties us back to our conversation around debt. The day-to-day budgeting, the day-to-day spending does not include those things until you start to build up the assets on your balance sheet. It's one thing to build up the assets on your balance sheet and then accumulate liabilities against them. The most familiar of those for almost all of us is a mortgage for a home. You want to buy a home, it's going to be an asset. You want to buy a house that you can't pay for in cash, you go out and you get a mortgage. It is a simple process that has created the largest and most dynamic housing industry in the entire world. On the other hand, it's not hard to build up the liability side of your balance sheet. Accumulating debt by having a negative number as the result of your budgeting equation means you can accumulate debt quickly without building up any assets. And that to me is the main distinction between the reason that wealthy people are counseled to use debt to amplify the potential results, which they hope are positive, from the assets that they own. And the only way to have assets on your balance sheet is to take your surplus and direct it into the saving or investing category. But there's one other distinction I want to make today. If you're sitting in a room in your house, or if you're not, just pretend you are, and look around you. 
everything around you is an asset from the perspective of your balance sheet, just like a, a corporation. The pens that they have in their office supply closet are assets. You could write all of this stuff down on the asset side of your balance sheet. But I would argue that when it comes to wealth, there are actually two categories to this asset. There are possessions, which is what almost everything around you is, and there are assets. Assets help you build your wealth, whereas possessions do not. So it isn't just a question, as I was mentioning before, about accumulating debt against your balance sheet assets. It's a question of accumulating debt against wealth assets and not possessions. It's easy for everybody to understand most assets. I go out and I buy a stock. I expect it to go up and grow my wealth. The fact that it may not go up doesn't mean it's not an asset. But if I go out and buy a bed or a cell phone or a car, those are generally not assets. It's not that they're not important. They are important possessions. There are absolutely exceptions. A Toyota Prius is not a Bugatti Veyron. But generally speaking, what we're talking about here is a straightforward relationship. Income minus spending equals a positive surplus. The positive surplus directed towards savings and investment creates assets and possessions on your balance sheet. Debt accumulated against wealth-creating assets is something that wealthy people are counseled to do. Debt accumulated against possessions or accumulated against the negative result of more spending versus income is a pathway to problems. We'll continue this tomorrow in part three. Hope you'll stay with me. Have a good day.